Hey guys, real quick. Did you know that Spider-Man was originally a rejected idea by Marvel's then editor, Martin Goodman? Stan Lee was credited as creating the character, but Martin Goodman actually almost axed Spider-Man saying that people weren't fond of spiders or really any general insects of any kind. When Stanley pushed back, it was eventually placed into the comics as amazing Spider-Man number one and would go on to become Marvel's most popular superhero of all time. On top of that, did you guys know that in 1973, Marvel actually tried to legitimately trademark the word zombie? Among other words, zombie didn't work out because, well, it's just used too often. They do have the term superhero trademarked, though. And speaking of even more cool things, did you guys know that we have a Patreon? That's right. You can find it at the bottom of the episode descriptions with all of the other links, such as all of our social medias and our website. We would love you forever if you guys wanted to support us on that Patreon where we update our notes regularly and we'll begin to showcase a lot of special content that can only be found on the Patreon. Otherwise, I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. Please, uh, you know, I don't know why you just did that, but because you had it wrong. It's new Valhalla. It's new Asgard. Or new Asgard. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Whatever. Um, Why did I just do that? Because <laughs> I just saw jump on my screen. I was like, what the fuck? You should have seen Aaron in our doc the whole time we were doing Wheel of Time, just correcting the spelling. Oh, of dude. Every character's name. That was like, which I had to edit out our conversations about that because the episodes were so fucking long. But she, like every episode, she's like, so you're an audiobook person? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> 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 trying to spell names of the dogs i was like bro like she's like how many different ways are there to spell mo gideon and i'm like i don't know man like so you're an audiobook person what a real statement are you an audiobook fan? it's like the first thing <laughs> in episode one she's like so you, you listen to the books right i was like yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Um, Hi, guys. It's been sweet, sweet forever since Scott and I have sat down to record. Uh, We did have Batman and Robin last week, but that had been pre-recorded before the Wheel of Time, which was super fun. Thanks for everyone who hung with us. Thanks to Aaron uh, from the Isn't It Neat pod. Shout out to those guys for like being on there for the um, the spoiler Dark Friend Social every week. We had so much fun. But we we are back, but but actually not to our regularly scheduled. <laughs> we came back at such a fucking wild time, dude. Like I completely forgot that this was even coming out, and then I got a notice on Instagram, tickets on sale, and I was like, oh shit. Yeah, no, these guys. Scott had to text me and was like, so when when are we doing the Marvels? And I was like, bitch, the Marvels is coming out. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Matt saw it before both of us. He um, did. But so, so, like, here's the thing too about it. Like, I, yeah, I was excited to see another Marvel movie, but I didn't care about this as much. Like, spoilers or whatever. Like, I didn't care. So I looked up how many post credit scenes there were. I already knew like all of I that guess full stuff. Spoilers to be and in to start with. This will be full spoilers for the Marvels before we actually give any away. But yeah, it was it was still really good. Um, it was still really fun forgetting that this was coming out. Um, yeah, because, it was a well, great surprise that I got to go to the movies this weekend. Yeah. Um, especially because the Marvel schedule keeps getting moved around so much for mm-hmm. 2024. Like Deadpool was supposed to come out in May and then it just got moved back to July and Loki season two just ended. And Which I still haven't finished. Oh, it's so good. Um, I heard it was. I need to watch it. I'll watch it tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, but we don't have like anything else coming for a while. So it was like, this is kind of like a good like way to end the, I almost said end the season, but we are still doing, you know, the timeline. We'll be back to the timeline with Hercules next week. So yeah, don't back into the freak Disney out about that. Yeah. Don't well, actually this is, the, this is the tail end of the Renaissance, man. We're about to hit the big, uh, big hitters that saved Disney yet again. Those being what Mulan. Mulan, Hercules, and then they started to flounder with uh, 
Atlantis and uh, this Treasure is like Planet. its its last last gasping breath. Really, it yeah. ends with the Lion King, doesn't it? Like, I mean, that's true. Yeah, that's fair. Anyway, <laughs> we're here to talk about not that, but I am excited to be back with with Hercules next week. But for now, we'll stick to a current movie. Um, yeah, you want to tell us some various and sundry things about? Oh my God, I'd be so delighted. So yeah, guys, we're here for the Marvels, uh, the last uh, MCU film of 2023, which marks the 35th film in the MCU. Directed by Nia DaCosta, the film was written by her, as well as Megan McDonald, who was the story editor for WandaVision, which I think is smart for them to have brought back someone who worked directly with things that tied into the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Alyssa Karasik. The film stars Brie Larson as Carol Danvers slash Captain Marvel, Tiana Paris as Monica Rambo, Iman Vellani as Kamala Khan slash Miss Marvel, and Zawe Ashton as Dar Ben. Fun fact for you guys, for those of you who haven't seen the movie, one of the funnier moments in the film is them trying to figure out what uh, Monica's code name is going to be or her superhero name. Uh, and I was really upset that they didn't actually land on what her real hero name is from the comics. Her name in the comics is actually after her mom's call sign when she was in the Air Force. It's Photon. They say that, though. Doesn't Kamala no, suggest it? I, she was about it? to. She's like, <laughs> Dr. Marvel. Um, Vision. And then uh, I did like that Carol gets excited about it for a minute. She's like, oh, Vision. Oh, no, wait. No, 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 no. Mm, Never mind. Taken. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, they didn't, they didn't end up giving her a call sign before, uh, before it ended. Um, and then lastly is the film score was composed by Laura Cartman, who was also the composer for both the Miss Marvel show and all of what if on Disney plus continue on and give us, you can continue to give us the plot. I think I will. Uh, So when the de facto leader of the Kree Empire seeks to steal resources of worlds close to her, Captain Marvel is thrust into a showdown that entangles not only herself, but newly empowered Monica Rambeau of Saber and Kamala Khan of New Jersey notoriety to stop rifts in space time from tearing the very universe apart. Beautiful. beautiful. Thank you. I've been working out. This movie devastatingly. Has a 62% on the tomato meter uh, with 273 reviews in after opening weekend. We're recording this on Monday after the movie came out. Yeah. Uh, and an 84% audience score. And that actually tracks. This whole, this spread makes a lot of sense. It really does. It is the lowest score. It's the th- third lowest scored Marvel movie since the MCU came out. Um but the audience score definitely makes sense. And I will say this up front, guys. I did like this a lot more than I did uh, Captain Marvel. No doubt. Yeah. Um, as of the, well, and this is what everyone's talking about. This is the big issue right now. As of yesterday night, when I wrote these notes, um, it has made $110.3 million against a $219.8 million budget. It's like so aggressively fucking bad. Yeah, that's 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 As, the third worst opening for a Marvel film. Especially in a time where female-led stuff is doing really well. Yeah. Right? Like right now between like Barbie, Taylor Swift, Beyonce, like things are going well for the ladies. Like it's kind of it's yeah. like cool, it's mainstream cool to be girly right now. Hell this yeah, is, is this is a blow. This is a rough yeah and i honestly i was thinking about this too i feel like this has more to do with marvel than like being a a female-led anything because that never comes up like in the first captain marvel half the movie is like you're a girl you can't be an air force pilot like you're a girl you can't play t-ball or all that stuff like it comes up in her flashbacks all the time that never comes up in this not once is anyone like dude you're a girl you can't like it's refreshingly a, not focused on that for being so female led. They don't mention it once. It just is, which is great. And I, I absolutely agree with you. I don't think that this is like, if this had come out five years ago, like the first captain Marvel, that, that hate was largely in bad faith. I don't think this is anything to do with it. I think this is people are tired of Marvel. And I think that's too bad because there's so many cool things that are going to happen. And maybe maybe people will get interested again when we get the X-Men and we get the Fantastic Four. Because frankly, the interim, the build up to that, I understand why it needs to take time. I'm like, uh, I just feel like we're caught after Infinity War fucking forever, after Endgame forever. I feel like we have not actually moved forward into anything despite the amount of moving forward into like the multiverse storyline that we have done. It doesn't feel like we're actually there. So it's like... It's weird. The execution of these last couple phases has been shitty. Like, it's just, we're just, 
It just it's it's not exciting. Guardians was exciting. Guardians, yeah, but it's because it was so good on its own. The MCU is failing to excite people. There are individual moments it in it that are yeah. exciting, but the MCU is is really on the struggle bus. And I, I hope it turns it around. I hope when X Men comes out, yeah, I hope X Men comes out before fucking Kang Dynasty, which I don't think it's going to. It at this won't. Point. We know and it I, won't. Yeah. So I, it's not great. It's the outlook is not great. People are not stoked but guardians made a lot of money and i i guess we'll have to see what's the next i think what it talking? is is like we have a bunch of threads that have been opened in phase four that we have gotten nothing about where's yeah. eros thanos's brother that we see at the end of eternals what is happening with um anybody that got their own show on disney plus yeah. where is spider-man right now like it's there's a well, bunch of stuff spider-man that, was going to show up in this when we when they arrived in new york i thought oh, I know. we were going to see him and yeah or they were going to talk cool about cameos. him yeah, yeah or we would see at least like the updated empire state or sorry uh statue of liberty yeah which we didn't see nope. so anyway yeah, it's rough, but um let's pivot to what we thought was good. Let's talk yeah. about so I I we did I did break this down um into two different sections, two main sections, and then we'll talk about each the three mains uh, individually. But the first section is gonna be what was working. And obviously, right out the gate, it's gonna be the dynamic of all three of them. I didn't feel like anything in this movie was forced. As far as the three of them, the dialogue was perfect. The way Kamala reacts to, to meeting her or even just finding out that she was in her house. <laughs> yeah. was, so like all of this was great. Monica being overwhelmed, but also like low key understanding the hero worship of Captain Marvel. Like mm-hmm. it was, it really worked for me. Um, the, the one thing that I loved even more than that though, was like, and I'll, I'll, I'll die on this hill. Um, Kamala's family carried the fuck out of this movie. They really did. Like this Dude. movie would have sucked if it wasn't for them. Kamala's oh mom God. is so fucking funny. And I told you that uh, someone I work with now is like friends were like family. You did not, like, but that's fucking rad. I swear I told you. I have to, I'll have to look it up anyway. You know, the the power switching montage was pretty good, but it could have been a lot better. Like, it had a lot of promise. Like, that could yeah. have been a great scene in someone else's hands. I don't know what what, what happened there. Like, I, it was good. I enjoyed it, but it, it had more potential than it executed on. Um, but I... And I didn't think that, like, the way that the power switching worked was, like, consistent enough to track. Like, I was like, you're always all using your powers and nothing's yeah. happening. So Like, her flying about? is like, technically her using her powers. Like, so all like, of this is your power. Like, what are you – what's – what are the – the rules didn't make any fucking sense, but but it was fun to watch. And I and yeah. they had really good chemistry, the three of them um, agreed with that. And, yeah, Kamala's family carried the whole fucking thing. And, and <laughs> I don't know, Yusuf. Families are complicated. That was like one of my favorite fucking parts in that whole movie. Yeah. And then the dad talking to the fucking alien about a 401k. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, you, that's never too early to start. How old are you? And he's like 408. And then Amir is <laughs> like, wow, same age. It's <laughs> like, dude, this guy is my spirit animal. Holy There's shit. So funny. And I like how they do have like, they're really funny, but they also have a solid like emotional crux. Like mm-hmm. you care that she gets back to her parents. Like, yeah. And they, they carried her TV show too. Like they're really good. They're super, yeah. super funny. So. Yeah, I really like them. Um, now, this is your note. And I had a little bit of an issue with this. I actually kind of put this more down into what wasn't working for me. But the mentor side of things, I felt like was kind of lacking. Like, it was there. But the only time we really got it was when Kamala's getting yelled at. Like we save who we can and all this stuff. Like she didn't really learn anything as far as like a mentor mentee kind of thing. But Captain Marvel apologizes for being a bitch. I know. And like she, yeah. it's, so I guess this is why. Like it's funny. I put it in in the good pile. Be, and this is maybe speaks to the overall quality of the movie. I put the <laughs> the, the the like bad mentor learning arc for. Captain Marvel is what we're referring to, right? Mm-hmm. She has she has this sort of thematic thing where she 
there's like a juxtaposition of Kamala meeting her and being like starstruck by her hero and Monica being like jaded by her hero. Yeah. Like, you were my hero and now you suck. And I put it in the good pile because it is an attempt at a thematic something. Not That's because fair. it was executed well, which well, I think yeah. speaks volumes about the movie. <laughs> like the fact that it's there got it brownie points for me. Like the fact that there was even an attempt at this. I thought for reference that this was weaker than the execution of Ant-Man in his movie, which is kind of a similar quantum Yeah, kind of a similar message. So I thought this was weaker than Ant-Man probably, but also more fun. And like, I liked it because it caught me off guard. Like, I didn't actually think about that in this movie that like, oh yeah, Monica's not like, hasn't seen her. Like that didn't really cross my mind that they have like, are avoiding each other, which they set up early in the movie that Captain Marvel's like, oh, I'm not really ready to talk to her, even though we're both working with Nick Fury on Saber and all this stuff. And I'm not really to get like to actually talk to Monica. And she's like avoiding her, which is bullshit. Yeah. Uh, like that's like bad anting. And I, her reasoning it. is like paper thin. Okay. Too. She's like, I started yeah. to, and we'll get into this as far as like, it's bad. What wasn't working, but I do. I, the dream sharing thing was really cool. I really liked that where she was like, okay, we're going to use this, but then it's going to get out of hand. And it, it allows them unintentionally to like deal with what happened in a way that it's like, Oh, that's right, dude. Cause it shows in WandaVision that she, she came back from the blip in the hospital room Yep. without her mom. And it's I was like, Oh shit, dude, I forgot about that. And that's why I was saying, I think it's really important that, um, the, one of the writers from WandaVision was a writer on this because she yeah. could remind everybody like, hey, just in case you guys forgot, Monica got fucked in this story. I liked that they showed that Captain Marvel would have come down in the interim, like did see her mom. Yeah, like, did see her. Memory was good. Yeah, I thought it was all right. It was it didn't like transform my life. But when mm-hmm. has honestly when uh, when has like a thematic through line like that in Marvel really been that transformative unless it's the really, really, really outstanding ones like Guardians of the Galaxy. It's yeah. rare that something I mean, even Thor doesn't fucking land it. You know what no, I mean? No. So I think I, like I can't relate to my sister wanting to kill me. And like, you know, well, I don't know. We're not in high school anymore. Maybe back then I could, but it it's Well, and I don't think that I guess like I don't I don't think that like being able to relate to it like this has happened to me or could happen to me has to like it can change your life and be really, really good, even if it's not like your exact experience. Right. Or even an approximation of it. Like but like how often do I say that to you? I'm like, trust me, most of what's out there isn't isn't something I can directly relate to, (laughs) but it could still be, you know, really good. And this, I think, kind of wasn't necessarily um you know what I would have preferred? Honestly, I would have preferred Monica struggling a little bit more with yeah. like being able to accept like that's the whole reason you were gone. Like seriously. It's all kind of like glazed over and like the movie's pretty yeah. short, which I was fine with. But it it's is. Just it is the, like- sort, uh, the shortest MCU movie. It kind of yada yadas through like a lot of that, but it, it does make an attempt at a thematic impact. And what I but what I liked about it was that it surprised me that it's a really clever dynamic to set up between the three of them. And I wasn't I didn't see it coming. Like I I knew that there would be um like a fangirl dynamic with Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel, but I had not thought about how much uh Monica Rambo like actually fits that bill so i was like hey yeah you guys actually found something that makes a lot of sense like that's good that that tracks but beyond that you know but the the next thing we have that we thought worked was the humor which like it did and can i just tell you how hard i died in the theater when they're like switching in the beginning and kamala's like falling from you know the stratosphere to the ground and they're like they're like she's not gonna go to high school and they're like what the fuck like they're like to, like come on better figure it out and i love when she crashes and Nick Fury's like oh it's cool it's cool it's, it's cool it's just carol it's just carol it's fine <laughs> like i was dying laughing like Dude. i was really cracking up that was funny yeah that was that was probably one of my my favorite parts was the whole like because it was 
cool that they were all involved in a fight in some way. It wasn't just like someone sitting in a fucking high. I the only thing that would have made it funnier is if Kamala was at school and like Monica and Carol kept popping in when she was sitting at lunch or something. Like that would have been funny as shit. Yeah, but the fact that they I'm were glad all they fighting, kept all her friends out of it. Just like, no, me too. Any of that? Just your parents. It's fine. Yeah, I don't even um, know what's going on with her boyfriend. He's gone. He's at school. That's how the show ends. Because he reveals that she's a mutant. Yada yada. Yeah. Um, the other thing I really liked is we get to see Kamala actually kick some ass. She's not mm-hmm. like completely useless. She's yeah, that like first fight scene wasn't bad. Yeah, it was really good. And then she just kind of learns from there. Um, <laughs> the one. So at first, I genuinely out loud, and I forgot I was seeing this movie by myself. When we get to Aladna, and they're literally singing to communicate i out loud just went what the fuck are we doing here yeah i like i kind of same i was like okie doke yeah and then sure this isn't totally unhinged like it was uh, monica talking to the girl who's singing while the rest of the crowd is singing she's like hi small child and the girl's like oh she's like what the fuck i don't know why that just like it was funny but it also took me out of it oh it it totally totally was weird but you know what i appreciated about it was that like despite how like completely unhinged it was in a way that i liked um but like you know it was definitely like a what the fuck um it was really in line with like the mcu's overall visions for space like wouldn't you have been pissed if it was like yeah just a regular city yeah because all the space that we see is like that because we see it through guardians and thor for the most part so it's all silly and taika waititi and like james gunn and weirdness right (laughs) so it was like it would have been really weird if they'd gone and it had been like coruscant like i would have been disappointed if they landed on coruscant like i'm glad that it's at least like and her ship feels very like a guardian ship like she feels like she fits into the world and into like the cosmic world that they've set up so and i'm like good and she was like kind of funny and silly about it and like I thought that was great. Um, also, vindication that Captain Marvel wears Crocs. I just want you guys all to know oh, out there. Oh, yeah. It felt great to see and that. And even more anger that she has time to buy Crocs and not go visit Monica. Like, I know. A little bit That's like, you know what, like, Carol? What the fuck? Yeah. Kind of like they, and they really didn't dig into it enough, but no. at least it was there. Um, we did also kind of mention on, but this is this this movie kind of had good pace. it didn't it didn't it had good pacing at times where like i didn't feel like we were lingering on too much shit uh and we were just kind of like moving through the plot and we got to see what happened to hala and like how the people of the kree empire are dealing with the loss of literally their ability to survive on their planet the one thing i really would have liked to see more is the explanation of the bangles like all we know is that it's an ancient Cree artifact, but we don't even know how they got released from these prism blocks that are buried in the on a moon, and like only one is there. Even Darben is like shocked that one is missing. Doing a pretty bad job of thinking about good stuff because I have all this in the what didn't work section. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, that sucked too. And we'll get there one second. Let's talk about the last thing that did work. And then we'll talk more about why those things specifically did not work. Um, because yeah, agreed, agreed that overall I liked that it was shorter, but, um, I would have nixed like the pacing was good. It was, but if they were going to make it that short, then they should have nixed that whole fight on the singing planet. I think, I think that that should have been 10 minutes shorter than and give it to the, the thematic crux of the movie, give them some more dialogue, like have it be more thinky or what, and take out some of the action if they're going to make it that short. Cause I was like, cool. Like, I don't know. So, but, but the last thing that we did like were the cameos, uh, Valkyrie. Oh yeah, dude. I, stupendous as you said oh it was phenomenal i do want to ask you something about that though because the way that valkyrie talks to carol and the way she lingers on like holding her hand are they trying to set up a romance between the two of them i didn't notice it and have been of course too busy to have dug into the interwebs about this. I have no, I may as well have gotten this in a screener. I don't know what anybody's saying about it. I'm true. like, my life is so fucking crazy right now. <laughs> so I, just, I have, he kisses her on the cheek when she first arrives and she's like, anytime you need anything, let me know. And it felt very gentleman pirate black beardy to me. 
Oh, that reference turns me on. Yeah, I, I but, think, no. I think that would be great. I would be me too. That's why I'm like, here for that. I would love that. I didn't pick up on it, but I would love if that were the case. And um, just because I didn't notice it doesn't mean it wasn't there. Like I'm super here for that. That would be great. And yeah, I think the more queer relationships we have, the better. It's the only thing that I care about at the at the moment. Um, and still and forever, these gay men are going to ruin my life. I, for anyone oh who didn't God. catch that reference, uh, we are in <laughs> fact. Uh, Scott even watched it. Our flag means death. Did you finish season two? Did you get all the way through? I'm like three or four episodes into the second season right now. So I know. I need to so go back. Beautiful. Yeah, you it gotta is. finish it up. It's good omens, but they're pirates. It's true, actually. That's a really good. That's, that's how really I was told to watch way. it. That's why I watched it. My yeah. friend at work was like, "No, but Lynn's like the the gay pirate show is like good good omens, but at the high seas." And I was like, "Okay, yeah, no, like, I'm in. Let's do this. Sign me up." Um. But back to cameos, the one that everybody, it uh, this is the one I kept from Lindsay, and it was very very hard to keep from Lindsay. Yeah, the was Kelsey Grammer yep. coming back as Beast? Mm-hmm. I shit the guy sitting next to me's pants when I saw <laughs> that. I was just like, dude, the fact that of all the people you're going to bring back is Kelsey Grammer, arguably one of the smartest X Men, and not like. Uh, literally anyone cyclops or just have like gene gray down there or something like i love it first of all the implication that in that universe maria rambo is a mutant uh because when she takes off her blanket she's wearing sunfire's uh outfit i i love that like why would she be in the x mansion otherwise but i thought it was great i was really really excited i yelled out fucking finally in the theater (laughs) And that's that's why it's such a big deal is because the last time we almost got an X-Men cameo, it was Ralph Boner uh, in WandaVision yet again. So I do think it's pretty telling that Monica is part of another story that involves another X-Men. And so is Kamala. Kamala, because Kamala's a mutant. Yeah, so it's, it, is, um, it is interesting, actually, that they ch- chose this to put them in. Also, like, you know, first of all, see you, Monica, at Secret Wars. Yeah. That will be very cool. Like, to have yeah. her come back and she, she, we will not see her again until Secret Wars unless it's in some kind. I, I can't imagine we see her again until Secret Wars. Yeah. Um, or the lead up to it where they break into whatever multiverse that is where they are. But I, mm-hmm. um, the, so this now begs the question are we going to get an established group of X-Men that join our main universe through reconciliation after secret wars or like, and we're just going to have them or are they going to have their own origin that is canon to the current MCU? Because now I'm leaning to the former. Now I, I used to say, I think they won't be pulled out of the multiverse, but I'm like, we could just have a fully formed X-Men just reconciled. Dude. Yeah. So that's exactly what just fucking dawned on me is during the Kang dynasty. I fully see the X-Men universe getting destroyed and them having to come to the MCU. It makes perfect sense. They're fully baked. They don't need a setup. We know who they are and they can just immediately fit into the universe. Yeah. And just because it's Kelsey Grammer doesn't mean that it's also Patrick Stewart or anybody else, right? Like they can have one that's the same. It's fine. And, um, or not, or it's beast. They can recast the fuck out of that. That's why I figured they did it as beast because they're not, they're not locking themselves into anything by doing that. And, um, and that's low key for Kelsey Grammer to, I mean, is he even doing the mocap? Like, I guess he is, but I, Um, well, yeah, probably. That was definitely CGI. Most of that was definitely CGI. Yeah, was it even mocap? Like it was like (laughs) I feel like they left themselves like a lot of room to wiggle on recasting or doing whatever they want to do with Beast. So it made sense that it was him. Plus, he's the Doctor, and uh, you know it doesn't have to be you know the the universe that they were in in Doctor Strange, for instance, where you got to see the X Men. So there's it can be lots of different X Men. It can be whatever X Men they want. They can bring them in full fledged, and then they can marry that with like Kamala and these other Mm -hmm. or Wanda, Wanda and stuff. And we can get America Chavez back as like a means to close these because we haven't seen her since Mom. Yeah, we haven't. Um, Please don't call it that. That movie doesn't deserve. (laughs) Just call it Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange too. Swear to God, yeah, just the other, just Doctor Strange. We all know. We all know what you mean yeah um but the last one is uh cassie coming back that was awesome and they directly reference um cassie or not cassie sorry um 
they reference Cassie and they bring back. Um, God damn it! Why can't I fucking remember? So her they name? bring it's Kate Bishop. Kate and Bishop. Then- yeah, so they bring back Kate Bishop and then reference Cassie. So I really, 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 really liked that um, because it's we've been talking about the Young Avengers now for how long? Like every MCU review that we do, we do like a Young Avengers recap of just like, when is this coming? So it's finally coming. And I really liked how they did the like Nick Fury, but silly. It really, it really fit the like the kind of new and improved MCU vibe. Right, it was, like it, it was, was also silly. very on brand for Kamala to try to be serious and spy-y, but also be like, "I have a file in this. I just let myself in." And, and Kate Bishop is like, "I'm 23," and I'm like, "Because yeah, that makes you an adult. Congratulations, you're still in the Young Avengers. The rest of them are 50." For real, <laughs> like Jesus, dude. But yeah, that's um, that's gonna be awesome. I'm really, really hoping that they find a way to bring the kids in as well uh wanda's kids which by the way because we haven't covered a marvel property at all a recent novel has come out that kind of basically breaks down the mcu timeline from iron man to now and it is confirmed in that book this is mcu canon that wanda did die at the end of doctor strange 2 she's not like portaled out or stuck under there she is a hundred percent confirmed dead so fucking stupid then it's then that makes that movie even fucking worse But yeah, I hope we get the kids too. I hope we get the kids. Wait, but can we do because we do it all the time and now they actually have brought up the young well, Avengers. Yeah, who's can we do be it again it? one more time? Yeah, can we do it one more time? So we get so we know Kate Bishop. We know that we have Kamala Khan. We Cassie. know Cassie uh Cassie Lang. So for yeah. sure those three have been dropped. Then we also have little mini Thor and we have mini Black Panther. Oh, love. Yeah. Yep. And we and we have mini Black Widow. We have Anna Oh, Hulk. Yelena. No, Yelena's not going to be part of the Young Avengers. Yelena will be part of the Thunderbolts. Okay, so drop her down, but we still have Mini Hulk, right? Which I had blocked that out of my memory. So did I, and I wish I had made that permanent. <laughs> I can't even remember what movie that was in the end of, but I don't like it. It's at the end of She-Hulk. <laughs> fuck, that's right. Okay, but the, still, so that's six. That's like a really solid team. Like, and I'm pretty sure that's not the extent of it. I think there's more of them, aren't there? There are more kids. There's, so we Riri see at least Williams. one kid in Guardians. Oh, yeah. Riri, definitely. Riri Williams. Yeah. I don't think Shuri would be part of it, but Riri definitely would. Ironheart being a member of Young Avengers would be like her dream. That seems likely. And I, I would have said Shuri if it wasn't for the other mini Black Panther that now exists. So now I'm going to go ahead and say Shuri's graduated to be official Black Panther. And, yeah. and little one is little Black Panther. But Riri, definitely. Uh, who else? Right now, that's kind of it because everyone else is. What about what about what about what about the younger kid from uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier? Probably no. Oh, the kid who's going to be the new Falcon. Okay, I he's kind of he's an adult though. Like he's he's kind of he's Elena's. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if he was like the one that comes in or like. But here, here's like the better question because we know that Jeremy Renner isn't acting anytime soon. Who is going to be their handler? Like, who's going to be their Avengers handler? Because it's not going to be Nick. He's going to be like, I babysit all these fucking alien cats. You think I'm going to babysit these teenagers too? No, Nick Fury's done babysitting teenagers. Um, I mean, it could, it could be Spider Man. That's my. I would be so okay with that, especially because a large portion of the Young Avengers currently live. In New York. York. And honestly, he's the youngest of the oldest crew. You know what I mean? He's like, he makes a lot of sense to lead the next generation and nobody knows who he is. You know, he's very like Peter's prime for a reboot and he loves to be a team. So, and it also allows them to bring in miles. Yeah. And he was about to be the new Tony Stark. Like let him be, you know, I, I, I fully support that. And who knows, maybe, but maybe Miles ends up on the Young Avengers and Peter's not in charge. Who knows? Like, it's, that's, it's a tough, tough to say, tough to say, but I do think that that'll be the lineup. And so that's like six or seven of them. So, yeah, my dream. Okay. This will never happen. And if it does, like, I will fly to your house and high five the shit out of you if this happens. (laughs) But my dream is that the reason they team up is because Peter can't handle what he's discovered from this, the piece of venom that has left been left behind at the end of no way home. 
I know that you would like that, and so would I. But I think it it's a happen. lot more likely that it be something around Kingpin. So that's kind of what I'm thinking too. Except that Echo's show is coming out pretty soon, um, and she could totally become a member of the Young Avengers <laughs> as well. Except she doesn't have powers. She could lead them. She could be their Nick Fury. I just think like they're setting yeah. that up. That's what I mean, though, because of Echo. They are setting up Kingpin. Yeah. It is a thing. So it's kind of like it wouldn't surprise me if it was around that, especially if it does involve Spider-Man bringing them together. I, that's my bet now. But, you know, you can buy me Panda another day. No, I, I like even if that's how it goes down, I'm totally fine with that. The amount of fucking shrimp that Matt owes me. Oh, my Panda God. Express. I know, dude. Oh, God damn you, Matt. It's like unreal the amount of shrimp that Matt owes me. And I am just curious if Matt will listen to this episode. And if so, oh, he I, hope, will. I hope that shrimp arrives on a day that he knows yep. I'm around. Because Matt, you fucking owe me some shrimp, man. It's That's so true. Just, all right. So, Scott, tell me about why the CG <laughs> in this movie was like pretty whatever. Yeah. So now we're into the section that I'd like to call the what wasn't working. And if you guys haven't caught on by now, this is the longer of the two sections. Not a lot was working. We already talked about a bunch yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, so key among them is for some reason, what I said back in quantum mania and Wakanda forever, the visuals just feel unfinished at certain points. And the mm-hmm. most notable point where this just felt weird was the first time that Monica learns to fly. And she's like, she's flying up to try and get Kamala. Like it just looked so 10 years ago, what we could mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. And, and it was so green exciting screen. too. Like for yes. looking shit, it was also just like unexciting. Like it yeah. was fun, but it was. Well, and she yeah. figures it out like right away. Well, and I just was like, okay. Okay. Yeah, it just I, the I other thing later though when they were able to fly and Kamala wasn't they kept having to remember to take care of her and it like forced them to be like a unit together and they didn't like that it was <laughs> I enjoyed that but yeah it didn't it didn't look good um, <laughs> that, that actually just reminded me of when they go to fight Darbin and the rest of the career in the off in the building and she's like do you guys have like a spaceship or something <laughs> and then Carol comes back she's like Kamala don't talk to them don't talk like, to them Kamala. let's go <laughs> So I did see there were parts where this stuff like did work for me, but like I was vis- happy the whole time I was watching the movie. I was just it's like, but it's it's why the um it's why the Rotten Tomatoes breakdown works a lot. The the critic view is a lot lower than the audience view. I had a great time, but if I'm here to say whether this movie worked, I just I had to know. But but I I noticed it the most with the cats, but didn't like like patently didn't care. Oh no! I yeah, that whole scene was the most unhinged thing I've ever fucking seen in a Marvel movie, and I loved every second of it. The minute that memories from Cats starts playing, I lost my shit, dude. The word "unhinged" was coined in advance yes. of this movie coming out. Like this <laughs> was like was. that scene. Like it's uh, it is designed for this. Like honest to God, they're playing memories from Cats, and. I thought I was going to die. I was like unwell in the theater. Like, like, are you shitting me? And it wasn't, it wasn't because it was like, it was just so absurd. Right. It was just like, really? Like we're taking it this far. Like she even says like, so we're literally hurting cats and they're like running around after the cats. Like it was the, but the music is what really did it for me. Like when I realized that they were playing memories, like my life transformed. Like it honestly, low key, this movie changed me. Like I was like, what the fuck? Like, so that'll go down, you know. That's in, probably one of, as far as like funny moments, that's probably going to be up there for me for a long time. The same with like, it, it's definitely up there with I'll do you one better. Why is Gamora? And what master do you serve? What am I supposed to say? Jesus? Like, <laughs> It's See, definitely notice how up they're there. all from Guardians. The most funny line is it means get in the fucking car. Get in the fucking <laughs> get car. Get the fucking car. <laughs> Open the fucking door. Whatever he says in Guardians 3. That, that movie That's is definitely so the funniest part. Absolutely. the fucking car. <laughs> they had done yeah. it like 20 times. Get in the fucking car. Yeah, it's it was really, really funny. Like just there were some good needle drops too. Like that first fight really was good, and the needle drop in it was good. And but you know. None of it changed my life except for this mo- this moment that really did transform something in me deep down. Of like, wow, this is where we are now. Like, can you imagine 
if like 25 years ago that had been in like Iron Man, oh, yeah, like you had talked about like, that in Iron Man, fuck, like no, just if there doing? was a scene like that where there's yeah. just like a thousand kittens and they have these like it reminded me of Gremlins, like these horrible like I loved the D plot of this oh, the movie, eggs? which was them yeah. trying to figure out where the eggs were coming from and what was going on, <laughs> and it's kittens, like at the, at the it was that was just. That was really incredible. That was really something to be seen. But the, it the is CG very shoehorned into it. I, I I will give you that. Like, yeah, but so well done though. It was incredible. And like, I just but it looked bad. Is kind of the point. It's like it it changed my life. But the CG was poor. Yeah, when they're in zero gravity, I was just kind of like, no, come on. Honestly, there were scenes where it, like it, that does not have to be a fake cat. Like, why aren't you just holding a cat? And then there, it was like how come we can't make a cat look good? Like we made the lion King, like the same fucking yeah. studio made the lion King. Like, why can't this look like better? It's just a cat. Like Kevin, I see you. You're not that hard to animate. Like, yeah, it's, fine. it's very just, true. Kevin is just, not hard to animate. No, he's just a blob. He's such a good boy, but I just like, oh, it's my fatty. Come here, fatty lumpkin. All right. But anyway, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that was bad. The The thing that I thought was like the worst about this movie before you go on and what I anticipate to be an extended rant about plot holes I hadn't considered. Um, I thought that the bad guy, like the villain plot was garbage. It was like, I could give a fuck. Uh, I couldn't even dude. tell you what was happening. It was so weak. The exposition and the world building was so, so at best, like the explanation of what was going on was garbage. Yeah, that's where I'll leave all the villain discussion is. It's just like the setup is so-so and there is something to be said about the indoctrinization of the Supreme Intelligence on the Kree Empire and that like Darbin was so devoted to this empire that she was raised in that there's no way that the Supreme Intelligence could be a bad guy. But And this will literally, it will lead me right into the biggest section of the what wasn't working for me is as I was talking to Matt and Lindsay about this yesterday and I was writing my notes, I literally just started picking up so many fucking plot holes. And if anybody is listening to this right now has seen the movie, please, please help me explain these. Please help me understand if these are legitimate plot holes, if they don't get explained, if you're as upset about these as I am, if you notice any that I didn't pick up, please let me know. I am going to go down the list. There are five of them that came that kind of popped up for me. Um, The biggest one, though, is literally the scrolls that were evacuated from the first planet could just be sent to New Asgard on a fucking phone call. Why did anything that happened in Secret Invasion happen at all? Secret Invasion sucked, man. Let's be I didn't even watch the finale. I didn't finish it. That has never happened. I cannot tell you a single show that I've made it to like that's the only episode I haven't seen is the series finale. That has never I can barely tell you a show that I've started and not finished. There's like only two examples of that ever, I think, of shows that like I can tell you. And I got right up to the series finale and you guys told me it didn't matter, so I didn't watch. And honestly. The bad guy in this looks so much like Amelia Clark, like a knockoff Amelia Clark that I in the she beginning of the movie. She did. No, and the first thought when the movie started was, "Fuck, should you have finished Secret Wars?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who, "Who is this?" Here's the thing: every other Disney Plus property, except for Moon Knight and um, Werewolf by Midnight, both of those two shows have had zero impact on any films they have not been mentioned in anything else whatever until right now nick fury doesn't even talk about how he was just on earth the scrolls don't talk about how they just had a civil war that almost destroyed earth like none of that comes up where does it sit in the timeline is it supposed to be it's before before because nick leaves saber to deal with that and then returns to saber so now, this takes place this. after this takes secret place wars? after secret wars or secret, secret invasion. invasion yeah secret invasion. um well that's fucking ridiculous all right cool like this sucks like i just i'm like so secret invasion fucking did not matter like i cannot believe something had so little impact as to like all it did was set up amelia clark did it i don't even know how it ended to set her up she gets superpowers that's literally all it is she becomes a oh, super scroll right, right, and she can right. use other mcu heroes powers um right. I'll watch it eventually. So, yeah, the other big problem about it is Valkyrie takes them to New Asgard, which is on Earth. The entire planet 
is at the end of Secret Invasion is literally looking for the scrolls. Every world government is looking for the scrolls to remove them from Earth. So what the fuck? Are we just like setting something up where now, once again, the scrolls are not going to be welcome here? And I have to sit through a fourth movie talking about how they have no home and they have nowhere to go. Like, bruh, find a fucking abandoned planet and be done with this. I like, super I incredibly don't care about them. Yeah. yeah, it turned out to be so shit. Like, I it's just, yeah. I can't do it anymore, guys. I just can't fucking do it. See, this is why nobody gives a fuck. I wonder, like, you know, Captain Marvel's, like, very tied in with the scroll thing. I wonder if the failure of Secret Invasion is, like, part of this failure of, like, people just don't care about this plot line. Like, because I don't. I'm yeah, like, eh. it's it's very possible. That's why, again, it has more in common with WandaVision and more connections to WandaVision than it had anything else. Like, Monica's Monica literally mentions how she got her powers was from a witch hex. Honestly, Kamala felt like the main character of this movie. She kind of did too. I like, yeah, this did not feel like a Captain America, Captain America. It didn't feel like a Captain America movie at all, but it also didn't feel like a Captain Marvel movie. No, it really, it felt like a Miss Marvel movie, which is, I think is fantastic. And I'm happy that, I mean, it doesn't have, it's not Captain Marvel too. It's the Marvels. It's separate. It's its own thing. It's not her movie either. It's all of their movie, which is great. Um, I thought that they could have given Brie Larson a lot more to do because I think she's great in the role and I liked her like mentor thing of like being in charge of these girls and who she both sees them as kids like she right like she sees both yeah, of them definitely. as young kids and so anyway keep going what other what other horrible plot holes because you're right that's a pretty good one and you know yikes I think that speaks to the whole state of the MCU of just like I think it kind of does like, too how was Secret Invasion bad you know I just it's like yeah. Um, plot holes. Yeah. So plot holes. This actually ties back into the villain. Um, I don't understand why a civil war robbed this entire planet of their air, water, and stopped their sun, because the only thing we get is Carol saying it bankrupted the Kree Empire. But they basically yada yada through the whole thing. Yeah, they kind of didn't explain anything, uh, and that no, kind of that's why they call me the Destroyer. And yeah, she's I like the Annihilator. And she's like, I hate that name, the Annihilator. And I'm like, none of this is this. This is so fucking weak. It's unbelievable. And to tie into that too, um, why didn't Carol just stay behind and explain why she just did what she did? Like, where is Marvell? Because she lets him live and sends him back to Hala. To explain that she's coming. But in the movie, it's just she just fucking meteors right into the the Supreme Intelligence's chamber and is like, fuck you, Darben, for some reason. Um bye. <laughs> and like Marvel could have confirmed everything that she's saying right now. Like, absolutely could have confirmed whether he's like coaxed into doing it or he's just like, you know what? I've seen the air of my ways. I've been floating through space and I'm going back to Hala. And you know what, guys? Like the Supreme Intelligence is kind of a fucking dick. Um, yeah, I just like super incredibly didn't care. Like it was well, like explained, yeah. I guess. I just was like, uh, you're just kind of like, what the fuck? Um, yeah. here's the other big one. And this is a, this plot hole is contained within the movie. This doesn't affect anything that happened before or after. Um, what the fuck happened to the two planets that Darben stole the elements from? Because that <laughs> was still, <laughs> they a, don't talk about that, do they? Yeah. Um, that, portal is still just open providing yeah. air to Hala at all times and so is the one that's flooding the world with the ocean from Aladna like we don't go back to Aladna at all at all and the only time the last time we talk about it is when Kamala forces them through the jump point and she's like we just left all of them there to defend themselves and then all we get is uh Carol flies into the sun and reactivates it but the fucking did she go back and close the portal or like are, is is Aladna, which is a ninety nine point six three percent covered in water world now just devoid of water? Did Hala get over flooded? What the fucking fuck, dude? Like, <laughs> I will restate to you, my love. Yada, yada. <laughs> it's no, but it's like unforgivably so. Like, it's just like wait, like. If if the movie's going to be short, the movie should be tight. And if the movie yes. is going to be not tight, then like, I guess I still would rather it be short and not a long yeah. mess. But like, I'm not sorry about the runtime. Don't get me wrong. I just think like, 
it's totally possible to do like I think we could have told a solid story. Marvel should really try to focus more on like the tight storytelling and the interpersonal stuff because that's what people really care about. Like we're tied yeah. to these characters now. Like people care about these people. It's not just I want to see a big spectacle and a fight. Like I, I say, cut that whole fucking thing on the dance island or whatever, the singing world. Yeah, cut all of it. Cut the whole fucking sequence. Throw them there and have them do some comedy, but put them in some kind of like. Make them fight and work out their shit. And I think Marvel should focus more on their thematic stuff, on their relationships, on the dialogue, and cut out the middle act fight. I've really thought this about most of the recent Marvel movies. They they have yeah. this like second act fight that does not need to be there and cuts into the thematic significance of every one of these movies. And that's kind of what we're here for now, right? Like everybody. Well, the like, second act is always to show how outclassed the hero is and how much of a an issue the villain is. Which it worked in Wakanda forever because it literally killed Shuri's mom. Like it, it gave her a reason to get to the end. But you literally could have made. I'm going to fix this whole movie in one sentence. Make the movie about finding out what is important about the Bengals. Why does Darben have one and why does Kamala have the other? Because this leads into the biggest plot hole that I shit you not, guys, does not get explained at fucking all. Why can Kamala use both of the Bengals when it literally just killed Darben 20 seconds ago? Do you want the real answer or the movie answer? So the movie answer is she's a mutant and her powers don't come from the bangle, which is never explained. Oh, that's what I was going to say was the real answer. Oh, oh yeah. I meant I, both of my answers exist within the movie. I oh, just, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like the real answer, if you think about it or what the movie actually tells us, because the movie doesn't tell us that she's a mutant. Like the real yeah. answer is she's a mutant. Um, the movie's answer is yada. Yada fucking, fucking yada. Yada. No, yeah. but it, it's the movie puts it forward. as like she's meant to have them because her grandmother went through time and space and love to make sure that she had the bangles. Because yeah. like it's, that's that's what the movie tells us. The correct answer is Kamala's a mutant. Um, yep. And then the real real world answer, I will let you go for it. It's yada yada. Is it yada yada? That it was is. yeah. That's what I thought. Well, that should be the is. title of this episode. Just yada motherfucking yada, Scott. Yeah. That's why. That's why. Laugh at the cats, and I did, and I did. <laughs> I laughed the whole way through this movie. I was delighted yeah. the whole way through this movie while it was on my screen. I was fucking delighted. I was delighted by the yeah. runtime. I was delighted by <laughs> the cats. I was delighted by the chemistry of the cast and the like humor. And I was delighted by the needle drops and the fight scenes. And the yeah. absurdity, all of this worked for me 10 out of 10. And it really, that I am, or that uh, Rotten Tomato score is fucking dead on. If you think about it for more <sighs> yeah, than a I second, do. it tanks. But if you just are in the theater, like, this was great. Yeah. Like, I this is a popcorn it. movie. This is the Pacific Rim of Marvel movies. Yeah, if you, That's right. <laughs> dude, like, if, if you spent more than three seconds trying to analyze this, you're like, what the fucking fuck, dude? But if you're just like, dude, big robot picked up an oil tanker as a baseball bat, let's go. Yeah. Like these cats are swallowing an entire space station full of people. I'm let's do it. I'm here for it. Well, I know. And totally. And the, and they don't kill you when they swallow you. Of course they automatically vomit and you live and you're fine. And there's don't worry about it. Like what the fuck? Like they're like, you'll be safe. And I'm like, aren't we scared of the Florkin? Yeah. Aren't we supposed to hate them? Like a lot. (laughs) Nick Fury's eye and it fell out. Like it's cool to just be eaten by one. Like, I was like, all right. Like, it just, uh, they sang memories, so who cares? Yeah, who gives a shit? Yada, um, yada, Scott. I did I did think this stuff at the end was interesting, though, about uh, the house in Louisiana. I also thought this was weird. Of the plot holes, this was weird. It's not really a plot hole. It just, it's not clear. Like, it was just weird. Who's moving into that house? Is Carol, because she's got the plate from Aladna, but then it was Carol. It was right, all Carol's shit. Right. But then Maniba is like, Amir, this would be like a great place to raise a family. And like, they're all carrying in these boxes and stuff. And it's like, why? Okay. 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 My take on that. But is this, so is the brother married? Yes. He gets married in the show. Damn. That's I who he's so. FaceTiming with. I thought that he was because I wasn't positive and I couldn't quite remember that. But I thought I was like, are they trying to like say that he should get with her and like make a hint hint? Like no, that would be hilarious. Marvel. But no, but he no he's married. already married. So I don't know what that was about either. Yeah. Because also why is <laughs> she moving weird. back to earth? 
she still has tons of shit to do for Fury in space. Because, Scott, it turns out that she was never hiding in space because she had shit to do. She was hiding in space because she was ashamed of the bad thing that she did in space. So she can't come home until she writes her wrongs. It had nothing to do with any of the perfectly reasonable explanations that everyone was more than happy to accept regarding why she wasn't around after Infinity War. Everyone was fine with it. I just, it's like, yeah, we were all cool, guys. Kevin Feige, we were fine. We were all fine with that explanation. No one was questioning you. We all were riding with it. And now it's like, I mean, I guess at least she's back. Like, that's cool. Like, at least now we have Captain Marvel because she's. We have a ton of heroes on Earth now. Yeah. Star Lord is back on Earth. Captain Marvel is now back on Earth. We're building a new Avengers on Earth. We have She Hulk on Earth. We have the Thunderbolts on Earth. Everything is kind of coming back around to being on Earth. Who's not on Earth right now? So the only people not on Earth are the Eternals, the remaining Guardians, Thor. Um,. Actually, that's it. Yeah. I think that is it. I think everybody else is. Also, for those of you who catch it, and I did because I've wanted him as a movie for a very long time. One of the names that they suggest giving to Monica when they're giving her funny code names is Nova. Yeah. Which I would be ecstatic. Matt and I have been theory casting Nova since like 2018. So I hope that's an alternate movie that we get. Like the Nova from the Nova Corps comes in from an alternate timeline or whatever. That would be sick as shit. Um, but that's basically it as far as like what wasn't where we're like, what doesn't get explained. I can tell you guys right now, I just don't care about the Kree skull scroll nonsense anymore. I'm done with it. I don't give a shit anymore. No, don't care. I, don't I ever just, want to see another scroll again. Yeah. Don't can care. we just move on or at least accept like, Hey, they're not the bad guys or whatever. Let's fucking move on. Um, not interested. Yeah. Never was continue to not be. So in the room of requirement, we actually have a lot of really cool statistical stuff. Um, chief among them. And this is, and we said it earlier, but this is the shortest I forgot about the room of requirement. We haven't been in it in six months. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, it definitely hasn't been that long, but it yeah, feels like it, it does. It's the last two months of my life at the new job feel like my whole world. That's very true. Yeah. Um, this is the shortest MCU film at an hour and 45 minutes with Thor, the dark world and the incredible Hulk previously holding that title combined at an hour and 52 minutes. This is the first MCU sequel to not bear the protagonist's name in the title. This is also the 15th property that Samuel L. Jackson within this MCU has made an appearance. This one I really like uh, is a two-parter. Iman Vellani's first feature role film. Our first feature film role. Sorry, I said that backwards. She is also the first official Muslim superhero. That's awesome. Yep. I do love her. Like she she made the movie. Yeah, she really did. And I I will die on the hill that this movie was about her 100%. She's a protect. Well, and I like, like you said, it's like, it's is this really the Captain Marvel sequel? I'm really not sure this is Captain Marvel 2. I know it's kind of billed that way, but I think it's its own thing. Yeah, it kind of feels like Captain America Civil War, where it's not really about just Captain America. He just happens to be there as like the but catalyst. At least they should officially have it. called it that. This They're That's not true. calling it Captain Marvel, like you said. Like, I don't see why this is any more, you know, Captain Marvel 2 than than uh, the sequel you know, to WandaVision or Miss no, Marvel or, the movie. Yeah, exactly. Like it's it's all of their thing. It's the Marvels. It's yeah. it's like it's like Thunderbolts isn't, you know, yeah, Black it's, Widow 2. Yeah, it's not going to be Black Widow 2 or yeah. Uh, so that's fair. Yeah, it's I'll, its, I'll its give own you thing, right? Yeah. I'm I'm here for that. I know that that's not how it's built. Like it's really like not being put forth that way, but I don't see this as the Captain Marvel sequel. It's no, just I don't either. The movie. They're yeah. all like it's if anything it's the sequel to to Miss Marvel. Yeah, but anyway, and I'm go okay on. with that. Um, Lashana Lynch, who plays Maria Rambo, is actually younger than Tiana Paris, who plays her daughter Monica Rambo, which is the second time that that's happened. And that's also funny. for just because I love this movie, and I feel like giving you guys this um, little fun fact in Mean Girls, uh, <laughs> did you guys know that Rachel McAdams is only five years younger than Amy Poehler, who plays her mom? Yeah, which is wild. That's Rachel awesome. Rachel McAdams plays really young in Mean Girls. Yes, she does. Um, the last two are fun for me because this is a Disney film. Uh, this is the first MCU film to feature a musical number. 
Indeed. Yeah, that's weirdly correct. That's very, very fucking wild. And I actually really like this one. And so anybody who is a Marvel fan and a Disney fan, you guys will appreciate this. Uh, Carol's Marvel dress when she arrives at Aladna is inspired and modeled after both Princess Belle and Princess Aurora's infamous gowns from their films. Here for it. She looked good. Brie she Larson did look good. I did really like that. Oh, yeah, she did, dude. She she did some wild yeah. shit. If you Hi. just want to go back, watch her um watch her initial workout videos, which she got help from from Chris Hemsworth to do. Yeah, she got so cut and like doesn't get to show off her abs. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I was like, she is like all right. But you know what? Good, whatever. She still is cut. Like she, yeah. we all know it. So, I will say this though, as far as designs go, and I've been saying this since I've been playing World of Warcraft when I was thirteen, all the way back in two thousand five. I hate fingerless gloves. I think they are so ugly, and like they just look weird. I just that was my only complaint about everyone's new getup. I love Kamala's new fucking getup. Her new suit that she gets is awesome and now she gets to fight with that scarf that's legit scarf was cool (laughs) yeah the scarf kicks some serious ass yeah kamala's awesome yeah kamala definitely slayed it um Lindsay, what did you what did you actually overall give this movie now that we've had a chance to talk about this because i know what you gave it when we were talking earlier stayed with my original assessment this is a solid c this is seven out of ten this movie was like highly just delightful and terrible when you look at it for more than a second but overall like (laughs) delightful like honestly this was like right on par for me with like quantum mania but i was less excited coming out of it because quantum mania had a loki post credit that got me excited uh despite having not actually finished loki as ravenously as i thought i would have i'm busy um yeah that was before I moved. It was a different time when I saw Quantum Mania. <laughs> it's a different Lindsay. That was another version of me that was not living in the city and had a new job and doing all kinds of shit. But um, slay. in any case, yeah, definitely slay. But I, I give it a seven out of ten. I, I thought it was delightful. It was great. It was, it was as as we predicted when Matt texted us when he saw it, unhinged in a way that I liked. Yes, un- that was exactly Matt's quote. Was unhinged in a way that Lindsay will appreciate. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, okay, like, I just, yeah, it's great. No, I think it, I think he just said it was unhinged, and I said in a way that I'll like, and he was like, yes, yes. I was like, yeah, right, that's great. what it was, like, yeah, perfect. So I, I, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. What'd you give it? Now that you've had a chance to think. So I originally I did also give it a seven, but as I wrote my notes, it honestly had dropped down to a five. And having talked to you and realizing like this was fun, and this was entertaining and this isn't one of those situations where like i'm never gonna watch this again like i would never watch she hulk again or like i would never watch yeah, like, I'm, not, I'm not rewatching she i liked she hulk but i'm not gonna rewatch it i would put this on in the background yeah, and be like very i would, happy. Put, I would watch this again yeah i just want to think about it too hard exactly so i i moved my my original score back up to a 6.2 um i'm not even gonna rate the villain the villain gets a zero out of 10 for being terrible and I hate it. Yeah. I can't even I, tell you what. Like, I just am like, no, like, fuck that. It was so bad. It was one of the worst villains that I've seen in the MCU. And we just had one of the best in Guardians 3. And I'm we really did. We actually that. just had one of the best villains in the last two Marvel movies. Kang was fucking awesome in Quantumania. Yeah. yeah. Like, this was some nonsense. Like, what the fuck? Honestly, I would sooner them break the mold and not have a bad guy. There, There is enough happening in Marvel that they could have just a, hey, we have to work together because on fucking anything. Any, I would have rather them fight the whole Kree empire. I would I would have rather them say, like literally have, have them say, listen, this is a villain of the week, but you guys need to figure your shit out. Like, can you just, like, it doesn't matter. Like, this is where gonna, any team could deal with this and be like, yeah, I know any team could deal with it, but I need you to deal with it and make up with Monica. And like, I, I would have, like, yeah. I would have been down for the emotional journey if they, and they literally just some call it out and say like, this doesn't matter. Anybody could deal with this, but I want you to deal with it. So go fight them and have it be about them and not about. I I really think people would be here for that. I don't think that we're still coming to Marvel movies for the fucking explosions and the, the whatever. Like I, I just yeah. I think it would have been a wild turn to them not have a bad guy or just be like a villain of the week spot situation where it's like, hey, man, if you don't deal with this, like this could become a problem. But no, like and I get it. We had to give them a reason for Monica to be on the other side of the tear, which is fine. Yeah, but I what I would have been down for is if they just said, listen, like 
this is some nobody villain, but I'm putting you guys on the case because I need you to work your shit out. Like create it more. You're the like only that. one in the area. Yeah. No, not even. I would have been fine with Nick Fury just saying like, you can't keep doing this to Monica. I'm putting you on this mission. I don't want to fucking hear about it. Like go yeah. and do it. And then, you know, or they just start power switching and they have to figure it out and they're forced to figure out why they're power switching and they can't. And then, you know, there is no middle fight. There is no intro fight. There's just like them trying to figure it out. And then I, well, I don't know. It doesn't matter. At least cut the middle fight. At least cut the second act, change the second act. And I'm happy because I liked the introduction and I was reasonably acceptable of the third act, but I just, it was all terrible. They just, it was just such a hit and a miss. They had such a great concept and they fucked it up. And that's my opinion on the Marvels. But it was delightful. They fucked it up delightfully. <laughs> Uh, what they should have done was Nick forces her to work with Carol or like Carol and Mar- Monica to work together. And then they encounter Darben. I'm fine with them, with Darben getting the, the bracelet or whatever, the bangle or whatever. But then when they see it, they have to go back to Nick and be like, she had this thing, like this crazy thing. And then that's when Nick pulls up the file on Kamala and they have to go to Kamala and they have to protect Kamala from Darben. Yeah, that would have been good. I would have been and cut fine. out the middle, yeah, so that they can have interpersonal nonsense. I also did like, and well, we can end on this note, um, <laughs> unless you have anything else. But I no. did like how she found that tablet in the couch, and when she goes to start, oh my god, vendor, yeah, like, where'd you get that on me? And she's like, my living room couch. And like she's so like, the movie was fucking wicked funny, right? Yeah. Like I, I, it was, it was good. It was delightful. It was a delightful mess, which I, I honestly think is a little bit what the MCU is becoming right now. It's kind of a delightful shit show. Yeah. So. I think it kind of needed it too. Like I think having Kamala in as a fresh take is a really smart idea. Oh, this movie would have fucking sucked if she wasn't in it. Yeah. All right. To get take us home. I'm going to get us out of here, guys. As always, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We hope that you enjoyed yourselves and maybe even learned something. <laughs> uh, join us next week for Hercules. Yes! Yeah. Um, Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts as well as follow us on all of our social media. You can find the links for our sites and social media in the episode descriptions. If you would like to support the podcast, we would love you forever, but we do encourage you to follow us on Patreon where you can find our show notes for each episode. Make sure to check out our website as well so you can find out the timeline goodies, including request the timeline. Let us know what you want to see and we'll make it happen, Captain Marvel. Uh, but until uh, next time, guys, I'm so goddamn funny. Scott. No. Scott goes to jail. Nope, I'm, in jail. I'm in jail. so funny. Anyway. Episode over. You are in no, in jail. You have to go to jail. You're not allowed to finish the episode. Um Fine. stay nerdy, guys. Oh, we'll see you on. soon. That's- no, I'm sorry. Jail. <laughs> <laughs>